the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is about savings, investments, and your retirement. I had to adjust, take my Astros hat off so I can, the headphones fit better. Uh, and we are, uh, our show is all about uh, building up wealth, understanding the markets, understanding the world today, and understand where we're going. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And as we, you know, we, we talk about the markets, we talk about savings and, and the importance of, of building up of wealth. And, and one of the ways to do that is by not losing money, which was uh, a task easier said than done this week uh, for a lot of people in the markets. And, and, you know, they're certainly realizing that there's risk in the markets and, and it, it, it's been a big shock to everybody involved. Uh, what happened? Now, if you've been listening to the Max Out Savings Show, we've been warning you. We've had a very expensive market. We have a, a, a very overvalued market. And on the show last week, we actually said we shorted, you know, uh, actually put a hedge on for our clients last week. That's the first time we've done that in about a year. Uh, and and really, we, we, we just said we, we were talking, we've been talking a lot about the NASDAQ. We, we said, look, at our, our Two reports ago, we said the NASDAQ's accounting for 98% of the S&P 500. Not the NASDAQ, but five stocks, the FANG stocks plus Microsoft. Uh, it was 98% of the total S&P 500. That's, that, that was a warning sign. We said you want to stay away from the NASDAQ sector, and we, you, we, you want to uh, be careful with the market overall. And, uh, you know, we, we, we pointed out that interest rates were going up, and, and sure enough, there was a time for caution. And, and sure enough... Uh, you know, we've had just a lot of problems. I'll tell you what, this is a live show. You can call us up at 713-339-1070. Uh, you called. Hello. Hello. Alfred, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was just a question. Do you have an idea when the banks are going to start paying any interest on savings accounts? You know, that's a great question, Alfred. Uh, okay, two years ago we had the lowest interest rates in the history of the United States. Right. And, and so rates were, were not paying very much. Now, the the Fed the Fed funds rate at that time was about point one three percent, and and now it's up to about two to two and a quarter percent, which means they're starting to pay more. If your bank's not paying interest, I would look at some people. Uh, we use TD Ameritrade to hold our assets, and you can purchase a a, a money market fund. There, uh, the money market fund. You have to make sure a lot of the money market. Some of the money m- market funds aren't paying anything, so you've got to check your money fund to find what it is. You should be getting at least one point six percent on money fund or more right now, or close to it. Uh, overall, uh, you can do it a little better. Alfred, the other thing you can do is you can go down to your bank and ask ask how much a one in a two year CD pays, and, and, and that 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 could give you a little bit more funds that way. Uh, the problem with the banks is a lot of the banks are paying you virtually zero on your checking and savings accounts that they're just sitting there, and, and so uh, the, the difference between uh, zero and two percent is a pretty big big amount of money, and so I would. 
first of all, I would talk to the bank. I would say you're concerned about it. What can you do? I would look at CDs on that. Uh, check with a couple other banks to see if they have better CD rates as well. You can, yeah. you can take your money from one bank to another. Also, you could talk to a uh, – you could go to like a, a, a TD Ameritrade, a Charles Schwab, and, 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 and just say you would like to – Ask them what their different money market funds are paying and look at those. Those are short-term. Does that help? Yeah. Did the interest just go up on loans or whatever? Yeah, it's going up. Almost everything in in, between either your CDs to your loans, to your car loan, is all priced off of the Treasury rates. And the Treasury rates have gone up. The benchmark for the short-term rates is either the the three-month Treasury bills or the uh, the Fed funds rate, and so those have really been going up. I mean, uh, they're probably up close to a, a one whole point in the last year. So uh, yeah, so rates but are start, starting to go up. When the uh, interest rate goes up like that, that doesn't ma- make any difference with your savings. What you got there, all well, right? It should. Yes, it should. Your rates should be going up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one other quick thing, Alfred. Uh, the government did some work on money market funds overall, and uh, so you want to make so some of the money funds are much more conservative, but they're very short term and they're not paying. So check with them. You want to basically have a short term or medium term money market fund, or a CD is what you're looking for. Price it with a couple banks. See what your bank is going to offer, and then make a decision. All right. Okay, thank you, sir. Yeah, but I think you just have to ask some questions, Alfred, and you should be able to get a better rate. Yeah, just talk to a banker. Yeah, yeah. Ask what the CD rates are. Emphasize this is your conservative money. You don't want to take a lot of risk. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Alfred. Great question. Uh, Really great question. That's one of the things that's going on out there is, is, uh, you know, I, I was talking to one of our clients the other day, and he has some money elsewhere, and I said, look, check your check and make sure you're getting paid a decent amount on those money markets uh, because th- th- there's different types of money markets. And some, of, particularly at the banks, they're paying you zero on your money. And so you can just go to a uh, – we're in the, the uh, I think, the Federated Treasury money market right now. I think we're getting about 1.6-something. Uh, it's gone up here recently, so I don't have the exact number. That's a lot more than if it's at the bank getting zero. And so – Interest rates are moving up. We had the highest interest rate in 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 seven years in the t- in the ten year uh, last week, uh, early this week and last week when uh, rates were at uh, three point two five. So doing a little work, you can pick up some extra money. If your money's at the bank and they're not paying anything, check with another bank and ask them what the CD rates are and ask them what you can do to get it up. You know, you don't want to get caught where they convince you to try to buy a, an annuity or something, but just there, there's ways that they can boost boost up your returns, but you got to ask questions at the bank. So ask questions. That's one of the key things. What can I do to get a better rate? Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, wow, what a week in the markets. Uh, you, you're looking at some of these returns. It, 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 it's pretty remarkable. Uh, a number of the, the, the indexes were down over 5%. Well, down four percent on the average, if you look at them. And uh, S and P was down four point one percent. The Nasdaq, uh, uh, the Dow was down four point two percent. The Nasdaq was down only three point seven eight percent. You say, "Aha, Ted! Well, you said that was going to go down more. Well, it went down the week before, and, and the Nasdaq and the and the S and P held up. And, and so, looking at the bottoms." Uh, uh, you know, really, so far the uh, uh, on this decline, the 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 Dow is near the bottom. I, I think it was down about seven point two percent. The 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 Dow was down seven point eight. The S and P was down seven point two. The uh, uh, the Nasdaq Composite's fallen ten percent in the last about ten days. So, and this is this is really what. Uh, what we've been talking about with these markets is is, is just the tremendous amount of risk. Uh, you know, you're pretty much back to where the market at one time uh, Thursday and yesterday was trading back where it was in July in in May of this year. So you know, you you gave up one, two, three, four, 
four or five months of returns in basically two days. And this is this is the danger in these markets. You get really expensive markets. You know, we've talked a lot on the on the on the Max Out Savings Show about the the price to, the uh, the P E ratio, the price to to sales record high levels. We looked at the price of the uh, we we looked at the price uh, price to cash flow numbers. The Schiller P E ratio is it the you know on our last report we said it's the ninety five percentile price to sales. You know there's a number of indicators that the the market really is it hasn't been this expensive since nineteen twenty nine and nineteen ninety nine. Our last Max Out Savings report, which we we sent out here, we're going to be writing the other one the new one now. We talked about the uh, the the uh, Goldman Sachs bull bear risk indicators flashing a sell signal. Uh, and, and we sat there and broke it down. And we pointed out that the biggest indicator on that thing was actually the, the 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 valuation was extremely high on that indicator, and inflation was going up, and the number was going to go even higher. It's just, just to point out the tremendous risk. We've been warning you about this market, and you can get you can get copies of this Max Out Savings Report by just going to our website and signing up for the free report at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. With the NAS, Max, I'll save. Tell me, let's take a quick call from Charles. Hey, Charles, how you doing? Oh, good morning, Ted. Uh, I have a question, actually. It's more local in nature. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just saw the news the other day, and it looks like Mayor Turner now is asking for more money again on more drainage, another billion or two billion. Uh, uh, what do you know about that? Because we just, I mean, it seemed like we just, uh, earlier in the year, approved a, a bond measure that was promoted by... Uh, uh, the judge, yeah, and now we're coming in here with asking for more money again, and I'm just, uh, I'm starting to get kind of concerned about this administration just, just really spending money. And then the second, the second question that I'll probably follow up with is has to do with this proposition with the firefighters and the increase. I mean. The police got the increase, but now apparently, uh, I guess, uh, well, I mean, I know the firefighters voted, you know, were, were kind of initially in his first term or, or when the election started. I know they were supporting Mayor Turner, but uh, I think maybe there's a little bit of uh, regret now in, in that regard. And so I'd like your thoughts on these two items. Well, if you look at every major city, spending is getting out of control. And the problem is that the real advantage we have to Houston is it's a cheap place to live. And, and and so that is a massive advantage. For, if you live here, it's a massive advantage. If you do business here, it's a massive advantage if you want to put manufacturing in here. Uh, right now, we're going to be shifting our supply chains out of China and other places around the world, and you're going to see some of them come back. So we want to have the low-cost place. So it's very important to keep our costs down. Uh, the firefighters, if you look at the numbers, Government employees actually, it used to be government employees made a lot less than in the private sector. Now, they, in many cases, they're making more than the private sector and their benefits. But the, in the past, the benefits made up for it, so it was kind of even. Now they're making more. Our, our, our benefits uh, in, in the pensions and things like that have just gotten so expensive, they're just wrecking city finances all over the country, and they're going to lead to bankruptcy. So I... You know, the firefighters do a great job and stuff, but I, I think really uh, these guys are paid pretty well with phenomenal benefits. It, and it's hard because people are having such a difficult time with taxes right now. I'm hearing a lot of complaints about that. So, you know, I, it, 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 I, I, it's hard to continue to give these raises because it's just the taxi. It, they, they're putting such strains on the tax base in, in, in the city. Uh, look, here, here's my thought. We've got to do something with the flooding. I think the billion dollars deal before. I haven't looked into this next billion. I think we need to do something. My own opinion is I don't. I, I think that was a a, a, a hundred year flood, which you're likely not going to see for another twenty five to fifty years or more type of thing. Uh, and I think you have to do some stuff. I, I've done. You know, I, I got into a. a uh, a conversation on on uh, uh, with climate change with someone the other day, it, and 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 I've done a lot of study on this, and I, I think these people are wrong on this CO two stuff. Uh, I think we should control CO two, but I think a lot of the damage is being done by by particulates coming out of China and deforestation around the world, which is destroying the the forests, which are uh, converting CO two to oxygen and changing the heating on the planet. But uh, 
but getting back to Houston, and so you look back through history, and it's amazing what you find is uh, that the massive floods in Houston. Go look at some of what they said about some of the flooding in the 1600s. Uh, if you read some of the early accounts of the of the people, the, the Spanish and stuff traveling through Texas. And so I think we've got to protect Houston. I don't think you're going to see another thing like that happen. We all have friends and relatives and uh, that, that got flooded. I don't think you're going to see something to that level because a 30-, 40-inch rainstorm is extremely rare. And But I think we have the billion dollars is important. I'm not sure about the other billion. We have to take a real hard look at it because we don't want to be another Chicago or New York City where everybody's moving out of, and then your tax base collapses and you get in trouble. Well, that, 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 that's kind of my concern because, uh, you know, you talked about having a low-cost place to do business, but uh, Houston, honestly, with the real estate taxes being what they are to structure, I know uh, the legislature wasn't able to get anything done in terms of any relief. It remains to be seen whether Abbott's new term, they're going to be able to get something done. I mean, I think that, uh, again, spending this money, uh, you know, they had, they had a very good opportunity with that dome. Now, of course, that was the county, but they had an opportunity there to be able to develop that and bring in additional revenue, and they didn't do it. When Bill King was running, uh, he, he, he more or less kind of chastised the uh, Sylvester Turner and said, "Look, you know, why not, why not honor the current for, uh, pension plans for those that that have them, but any new hires that come in, put them on a contributory thing like a like a four hundred one k, like most companies like have. all companies. Yeah. But he he decided he wanted to go ahead and try to negotiate, and the problem was is that's when it all fell apart. And now, of course, there seems to be somewhat kind of bad blood going on here, and so." I think that uh, I, I, you know, as a resident of Houston, I'm I'm really starting to get concerned here about this uncontrolled spending, and I think people need to take a, a closer look at this. Well, look, I think yeah, I, look, Charles, my dealings with the city, they're pretty darn good with spending money. I mean, I think it's one of the better managed cities in the country. But having said that, I mean, you just have to really watch spending. And, and I tell you what seems to really get all these people in trouble, uh, all these. I think this is an extremely well-run city, but what gets it in trouble and what has has is are these pensions and these benefits that just somehow get out of control, and then people, you know, they kind of kick the can down the road to a couple of administrations in the future, and then all of a sudden everybody's paying gigantic property taxes to maintain these pensions and stuff. Well, it, and, yeah, and it's just like those school administrators that are making four and five hundred thousand dollars. I, you know, I for the life of me, I can't. These people are just administrators, and and how they command that kind of salary in the school system while the teachers are literally definitely need raises. I mean, it, to me, the whole thing is upside. Yeah, it's, no, it's hard. Down. It's hard, and and but these school districts, some of these school districts, I was talking to some of the, you know, some of these school districts have ten, fifteen, twenty thousand plus employees they're running. These are massive organizations out there now. People well, are- I don't know. I, I, I think I think to pay these people four hundred thousand dollars a year for these, uh, you know, the, 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 especially like HISD. I mean, San Antonio, same thing. I think it's just totally out of control. I think that uh, when we have teachers here that have to buy supplies for the students, all this money is being poured in, and we keep hearing about thinking of the children and all this business. I just think that it's 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 totally out of control. Yeah, no, Charles, I, I hear you on that. Look, I mean, I, I think in corporate America we've gotten remarkably efficient. I, I think we can, without a doubt, compete with the Chinese, particularly in robotics and everything else. Where we really need to continue to work on the efficiencies is in government, and and that's the, the, and, right. And I, I don't think Houston's a badly run city. I think you compare it to other places, we're really well run, but there's places for improvement, and we've been really pushing the tax base, and we're gonna have to do something so hey good good questions thanks charles and uh tell what we're coming up here on a quick break uh you got any uh, questions or comments you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 that's 713-339-1070 we'll be right back here on the max out savings show Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. 
To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioca, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement is always here on the show. Uh, you can participate. This is a live show on the Saturday show. On Sundays, it's a repeat, but Saturdays, you can call uh, 713-339-1070. And we'll be happy to get your questions answered. Uh, volatile week in the market. Uh, it's it just basically the uh, S&P 500 in the NASDAQ and everything else pretty much fell off a cliff. And this week, as we've been warning you, trouble is coming, particularly in the NASDAQ. And we're warning you, interest rates are going up. We've been warning you on China. And, and so we're writing about this in the Max Out Savings Report. And look, the key is is to not lose huge amounts of money. And this is the mistake uh, if people make is is they don't look at risk. They don't learn. They don't know how to manage risk. In the world today, you're going to have to manage risk. Uh, as Jamie Dimon made some remarks, and he was talking about you know what's going to happen with the economy and the markets. And uh, 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 by the way, our thoughts is is the market is is we've been saying is could be in real trouble. I don't think the economy is in, in as bad a trouble as people think. It really, uh, I, I think we're 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 making a huge shift in the United States from a from a, an economy based on on the stock market and asset prices to jobs, plant and equipment, manufacturing, raises and things like that. From the financial economy to the real economy. But Jamie Dimon pointed out, and he says, "Look, interest rates are rising. We get the highest rates in in." in seven years on the treasuries. And uh, he, he, he said, look, the, the global situation is just not good. If you, if you look at what's happening in, in China, the, the China trade war really seems to be heating up as a concern to us. Look what's happening in uh, Europe. They've, they've got Brexit in Europe. You've got the Italians threatening to leave, and the Italians in a big problem there. You, you've got, uh, if you look at uh, South America, there's Venezuela's collapsing. Argentina's in, has financial problems. Brazil's got a new president coming up. 
and that's that that they have problems. Their markets have sold off. And then if you look at at, at just the huge problems with Iran and Saudi Arabia and Syria and Israel in the Middle East, it's in, it's a real concern. And the Turkey's markets have collapsed all over the world. And the, the, really, the biggest one is really China. I, you know, we've been talking about China. Uh, and, and Jamie Dimon made some points. He was impressed with with. And by the way, I went to look the points back up. I heard him uh, on uh, Bloomberg Radio in the mornings. I was driving in and. And uh, they vanished. They you could, it, they just gave. But what Jamie Dimon said, he was very impressed with their negotiating tactic of, of get, getting a deal with the Ameri- with the Canadians and the Mexicans, and then going over to to the Europeans, then going over to China. He thought that was very good strategy. He was very impressed. That's a lot of positive things. And this goes back to what we've been saying for a month or two. That look. Underneath it, you've been hearing about a trade skirmish. We've been, for a year, we've been saying it's much worse. In the last couple of months, we've been saying, look, the establishment now realizes the threat with, to China, and they're coming on board. This is a tough policy. It is a hot trade war, and it's going to be problems. And that's what we're seeing. So a lot of things are happening. A lot of negatives are starting to hit the market. And this is one we've got to concerned. Tell what, we got some calls stacking up. Let's take a call from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Yes, uh, Ted. You know, uh, what Charles was saying about taxes, you know, this, these interest rate hikes are just another tax on people. It just yeah, adds to yeah. the burden, and people don't realize that how much of a tax it really is. Yeah, look, I mean, I think I don't even think uh, the the inflation numbers take into account interest rates or tax. And I, 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 for one, believe rising interest rates is actually inflationary, and uh, there's it's not a lot of work on world. that. That's what, that's what <laughs> property taxes are inflationary too. Yeah, and so I, I, I that's the way I believe it is a tax, but. And then you talk about what's happening all over the world with with countries, you know, that were were there, you know, they're in a they're in a drain hole there. The thing is that there's no there's there's no cash all over the world, which is dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, well, the Fed is starting to drain some out. We put too much in the world, and people borrowed too much money. There's just massive debt in the United States. But honestly, we don't look bad. Go look at world, China. Yeah. Look at the emerging markets. They're complete messes. And so yeah, they, they, like Brazil or any uh, any of these countries. They don't have no dollars to pay back what they already owe, and nobody's going to invest anymore in a broken country. That'd be super. Yeah, I mean, right now we're kind of the best house in what's That's starting right. to be a a bad neighborhood. I mean, it's just. And let me ask you. Here's my real question on all of this. The, you know, these analysts on TV. I, I watch them. They say, "Well, this this is just another typical, uh, you know, four or five percent blip. You know, this this downturn." And I'm thinking, where what are they they're talking about? They 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 think that this is a very you know it's just a four or five a uh, percent drop or 10% at the most and i'm thinking well wait a minute this is a different world than 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 it, it was a year two three years ago and they 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 say that they, they don't think this is nothing what's going on right now and and that to me it, 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 I don't think it's there. I think there's more to it than what they're saying. No, I, saying? I think so. I look, I mean the, the question is how does this play out uh but it yes. doesn't look good. Yeah, and yeah. i think all of this uh, turmoil is uh it, I think it won't settle until after the election, because if if, if, if the Democrats take the House, okay, you're debil- debilitating, you know, uh, Trump with his agenda, and they're going to cut into Trump's power. And I think that I see. I think the market's not going to like if, if the Dems take uh, take the House. No, and we got I, we got three weeks for people to get worried. And you know, I'm hearing, you know, I had one of the top uh, bond shops in the in the. Uh, country come by and talk to me and they're like hey we think you know some of the people they had thought 65 percent chance the democrats win so you got three weeks of complete turmoil here i you know i think you got to really have a risk management plan in place for your assets yeah, it's going to be a turmoil for at least for the next month until the elections are over so thank you ted okay thanks oscar now that's a good point tell what, let's take another call from randy here hello randy hi ted how are you pretty good good uh uh, Ted, you know, usually we talk about you know, buying the dips on the market. It goes down, you know, fairly substantially, you know. And and I was kind of looking at liquidity and uh, and the spreads on stocks and things like that. And I remember, I think we talked about this about ten years ago when the, when there was no bids. Man, we had ten cent, fifteen, twenty, twenty five cent spreads. Spreads, yes, and, yeah. And no, nobody wanted stocks. I'm not saying that now so much. So I got a theory about this. It seems to me that that. The, the big boys, the big banks and pension people, you know, or are, are, are start selling, and they try to scare the little guys like me, you know, into panic selling, and then they come back in and swoop things up. So uh, that's kind of the way I feel about this. Like you said, the economy seems to be fairly, you know, stable, and uh, uh, they do have some growth in the economy, but we I think we've gone over it 
extend it over a little bit, but I don't know if there's any reason not to necessarily buy this dip. Well, I tell you, uh, a couple thoughts. Uh, first of all, the spreads you don't see, I tell you where you see it, where, where I see it, okay? You're not going to see the spreads. Where I see the spreads is when we call in to our traders at TD Ameritrade, and, 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 and they've got computer programs and like, Ted, we can get this thing done. Uh, go in at the market. I think you're probably looking at a 7% or a 7 cent or a 5 cent or a 3 cent move that they uh, up or down depending on where we're buying or selling and those spreads that the computer programs are telling them can get done at are, are starting to really widen up in here uh so so you don't see the spreads when you pull up your little account uh not your little account but when you look on the, the regular system you're not really seeing with you're seeing you know a thousand to buy or whatever what we're what we're getting is is computer programs behind the scenes telling us what those real spreads are to get size out which you know when we're buying or selling something we tend to be substantial and so we're not that substantial com- compared to a uh you know uh, american funds or something but you know uh so we have to deal with that. To your question, look, Randy, this is really the first big decline. I went back and looked at this. This market's had a pretty good run since about February of 2016. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, 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 I did notice that. And, and uh, the last big fall-off like we just had was uh, back in February. Yeah, no, it, it was. And uh, But, look, I, I tell you what, I think we're going back to that February low. Uh, uh, th- this market's kind of broken down. You go look at the. I, you know, I, I try to look at it a number of things. I look at the. I look at the moving averages. Uh, I look at the at some trend lines. You know, I, I look at. We look at a lot at valuation, but then in order for short, you know, you try to kind of get an idea what's going to happen by looking at some of the technicals. Value valuations are still extreme. Revenue is starting to slow down. Interest rates are going up, which is making the – as interest rates go up, this makes the valuation more extreme. So we look at the technicals. Look, the, the, the markets broke the – they broke the 50. Uh, we shorted, the, we shorted the, 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 the NASDAQ for this a hedge. Uh, I watched it, watched it. I said, this thing, it broke the five-day, and I really wanted to do – we hadn't done it for over a year. And, and I was like – if this thing goes through the, the the 25, so I went short. The next morning, it went through the 25. By the end of the day, it was at the 50. The next day, it was like under the 100. This thing just collapsed through the 50, the 100, the 200-day moving average. Some of these things are still underneath their 200-day moving averages when it should have bounced above the 200. That is not a good situation. I think you really have to be cautious. I mean, hopefully, we'll get a rally on Monday. We we had a nice rally today, Friday, but it wasn't a super great rally, and, and so – I, I think really that's what you're looking at. There's a lot of negatives coming in. There's an uncertain election. You got a hot trade war, something we haven't seen since the 1930s. You got problems in Europe. You've got rising interest rates. Uh, underneath it, you got a good economy, as you say. And I don't think the economy is just going to collapse. But I, I do think we have a financial market that's been kited up for the last 10 years by the Federal Reserve, artificially pushed higher. And I think that's coming to an end. They're they're taking over 50 billion dollars a month. Uh, out of the mar- out of liquidity by selling bonds in here, and that's pushing up rates and, and reducing liquidity. Well, well, that's yeah. Well, last last two or three weeks, I, I kind of had hair coming up on the back of my neck, so I was sort of dumping most of my stocks. You know, I, I kind of feel like Elaine Garzarelli back in 1987 when she called the big crash. You know, but uh, that, that's probably the last time I'll ever do anything right. Well, what we've been, we, you know, we, yeah, we've been looking at, at some of these things. You know. Uh, we're out of the crash in 87, actually, because we actually thought the portfolio insurance was going to come in. I mean, my mentor actually sat down and, and told us about this one. No one believed him but us, myself and my partner. And, and so, uh, look, instead of portfolio insurance now, the danger is is the ETFs. So tell you what, uh, we, we, we've got to, uh, we got a call for uh, – I, I tell you, Randy, I've got to come up on a hard break. We've got another call coming in after that. But if you've got any questions right after the break, 713-339-1070. We're going to expand some more on this after the break and take some more questions. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca will return shortly. 
To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioca, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Also go to our website, sign up for the free report at maxoutsavings.com. If you need help with your retirement assets, your 401k rollover, that's what we do. Uh, we manage uh, assets using our value investing approach, and we do a lot of risk analysis uh, to, to, to work to try to prevent big drawdowns and understand the markets as they are. Ted, let's take a call from Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Hey, good morning, Ted. Morning. I had a question on asset allocation for a 60-year-old, um, you know, stock bonds and then international. Okay. I, I tell you what, typically, now 60, here's the problem. A 60-year-old, as a, uh, if, particularly if they're married, has a life expectancy of one of them living to be over 90, 92 years old, 25% chance. So that, that, that's 30 years. And so we've got to manage this money for a long time and grow it over the long term and, and protect it. And so we start out with the 60% stock, 40% bond uh, weighting. And uh, what we do is is – we we adjust the particular sixty percent based on on uh, right now we've we've got probably you know it, it just it, you know we've got a very high cash level many of the accounts it's twenty twenty five percent right now because we're very cautious in one form or another it's either cash or a hedge or something to to try to come in there. Uh, I, I think you should have about 15% overseas. Uh, we sold some of our overseas stuff actually yesterday. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty much near a break even on it. Uh, and the, the, uh, it, it way outperformed the indexes over there uh, by about 20%. But it's just really, we just couldn't justify it because we felt like there was going to be more pressure. There's a lot of pressure overseas right now. So we're, we, I think you want to lay low. There's problems in, in uh, Europe, massive problems in the Middle East. China is, is, is a real problem. And, and so, but you want to have some overseas exposure, I would say 15%. In, 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 and part of that can be some stock and part of it can be bonds. Uh, right now, the best place to be are shorter term bonds, uh, the precious metals sector, uh, and uh, th- those things in, vi- in high quality uh, low debt companies. 
And and uh, yeah. per- particularly uh, other thing you want to look if companies have been buying back massive amounts of stock, I, I would pull, I would back away from them a little bit right now because I think they've really kind of artificially pushed their stock prices up. So uh, you know we're looking at some of the some of the actually the big majors or some of the oil companies they've kind of backed off some of their stock programs. Some of these companies are getting back to their yielding close to four percent. Dividends over the next couple of years are going to be a key component to to your returns, and so you have to understand that uh, the the growth sector has had a big run. They don't pay as much in dividends. It's going to kick back over to value over the next couple of years. So you want to emphasize value over growth. Does that help out? Ted? Yes, that's great, Ted. In, in bumping or increasing your cash allocation during this time. 20 to 25 percent. Do you take that pro rata out of the stock and bonds? Uh, more in style, out of stock. Uh, okay, keep in so mind, right it. now, you can just it, it, check your check your money markets, but you can get some some money funds. You can get 1.8. I mean, we're in treasuries. Yeah. We're real conservative right now for some of our money markets, but you can get a decent return. Uh, look, I, I got a chart here somewhere that uh, where is it? Uh, hold on, just a second. The two-year Treasury yield has gone up above the the S and P five hundred dividend yield for the first time since two thousand and eight. Okay, it's wow. average. The two-year, if you look at the line, average close to zero through a good chunk of that time frame, and now it's up well over two percent. So uh, it's that's competition for stocks. So you can the yeah. Unlike any time in the last 10 years, you can now put money in cash and get paid a decent amount of return while you wait around and continue to make money. Yes. Uh, appreciate the advice, and I'll take it all out of stock. It seems to make sense. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. You don't, keep, you don't want to liquidate thanks. everything, but you, you, well, I think you want look. Here, we looked at a lot. Of, thanks for the call, Jerry. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. We, we looked at – I've been looking at this market – uh, we got defensive, uh, real defensive, about a week ago, and we were already pretty defensive. But we put the hedges on. In, in, uh, the, uh, what I looking at the charts, uh, you know, I'm looking at the Dow, and uh, I tell you what I'm seeing. Well, looking at the S and P here, and uh, I'm looking at this. And where is it? Right here. What I see is we talk some about the the moving average, and we don't do huge. We're not we don't really invest based on technicals. We're best on fundamentals and value. But when we're trying to understand the market, we like times like we look. We kind of kick over the. I'm looking at a market that literally went from the 50 day moving a, above the 50 day moving average to be under the 200 day moving average in two days. That's extraordinary. That's a huge drop, and and then it rallies above it and one of the interesting things and one of the things we're kind of struggling to understand is 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 that the indexes are at or under the 100 the 200 day moving average which is not real if you're underneath the 200 day moving average that the nasdaq is that's not good that's really bad and but it should have rallied above it the the index funds the qqq the spy are above the 200 day moving average and i I don't know. I don't know if, if if that means that the buying came in on the SPY and the QQQs from retail, or if it's sort of being kind of held up a little bit to not trigger the more sell signals coming off of these these different programs. And I, I don't know the answer to that. But but what what I am seeing is 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 what I appears to be breakdowns from the bull market that that's gone from 2016. Uh, up to this level, and to me, that I don't think this is over with. Uh, I, I think you've got to be cautious here and really understand the risk, and you have to have a risk management program in place for your for your retirement. It's just it, it, everything is sort of going against the market. The tide is kind of coming out right now, and uh, and uh, the and it's not just interest rates, but it's it's the the China thing. There was a story this week. Actually, it was uh, not a story, but Vice President Pence had a very important speech. Uh, Vice President Pence said that Clinton, George W. Bush, and Obama fundamentally misunderstood the China, Chinese challenge, the China challenge. And he said, he said they basically assumed that they would become a strategic partner 
over the last 25 years or so. Instead, what what, what instead what they are is a strategic competitor, uh, in 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 that in that or a strategic adversary. I mean, this is uh, I think the quote was actually strategic competitor. I've got both there, but. Uh, that's a big difference between a strategic partner, strategic competitor. It, it, and he said, what we kind of hoped was we'd have China would move more toward a free market, democracy, a rule of law, and human rights. And they all become part of the big global trading world. And, and if you look what's happened since President Xi has come in, it, it, it you know the free market, the, the, the government's clamping down more and more on it. They're installing communist officials on the boards of these companies. If you look at the democracy, uh, you know, there's certain, there's only the Communist Party. If you're not towing the line, you're out. Uh, if you rule, look at the rule of law, they're, 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 uh, they're, in, they're arresting people for corruption and people are disappearing and, and uh, they're stealing technology. Uh, they're not, I mean, it, it's just, it, they don't seem to be obeying any type of rule of law. And then if you, you, you humanitarian stuff, they're closing down churches and, and putting in camps and different things like that. And, and it's really kind of going to a hardline Chinese, uh, a hardline communist place that's going to compete against us. And that's, so we fundamentally misinterpreted what was happening in China. And, and this is a big deal for the vice president of the United States to say they were, they're not, the, the past last past three presidents said we thought they basically he said they thought they were basically going to be a strategic uh partner instead they've turned into a, a strategic competitor and so this makes it very tough to solve china's problems and so all of this stuff is adding up and piling in now the good thing is we can bring those factories back it's good for the united states but back to your 401k plan you know now is the time to sort of be cautious and as we've talked about we've actually had some Phenomenal callers. By the way, this is the last segment, so if you want to get in here, uh, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, we'll get your questions answered. The if, if you look at this, everything is sort of what the quantitative easing is ending that pushed up asset prices. Uh, interest rates are going up. Well, keep in mind, what's one of the biggest drivers for stock prices has been corporate stock buyback programs, but their debt levels have gone up over the last five years quite a bit. And and, and so now the cost of them borrowing money to buy, do buyback stock is, 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 is starting to eat into profits. And so they're going to have to slow down the stock buying. So, so that's another thing. Uh, so that's another kind of thing hitting the market. And then if you look at higher interest rates where someone goes, well, look, I can go get two and two and a half percent or something like that on on a short-term treasury or you know why why do i need this again more pressure on the markets and all of this stuff is building up but what's happening with corporate america right now right now we have a china trade war all these the bedrock of corporate policy in the last decade was look i can go close my factories down in the united states i can shift them overseas to mexico or particularly to china they'll go build the products over there i'll save money i can let go all my workers and my profit margins go up it's a great deal and then the stock price goes up and i get my bonus and and, and so what's happened is all of a sudden we don't know what's going to happen in china if you're sitting there with your supply chains all coming out of china if if this thing really blows up or something really bad happens those supply chains could be flat out shut down and you're out of business which means you're having to look and maybe maybe not pull everything out of china but you got to have a second alternative apple the vast majority of their products are all made in china well, you know, what happens if a board breaks out or something happens? Everything gets shut down. You know, instead of the the, the two destroyers going within 300 feet or 100 feet of each other, the destroyers crash into each other and a skirmish breaks out and, 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 and boom, we shut the trade down from China. Apple's out of business. So they're going to have to start spending more money to reallocate factories. They're putting one in, 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 in Wisconsin now. So... They're going to have to start spending money to put these factories in to build these things up. Well, when you spend money, it starts eating into corporate profits. Or maybe you only have so much cash flow. And and, and so maybe instead of buying back stock, you put into companies. And the other thing with rising interest rates is uh, Frank Menard of Guggenheim Partners said this week, and right after he, uh, uh, that he made some comments that, look, we see if rates go to 3.5%, uh, most corporations are going to lose a tremendous amount of their free cash flow. They're, instead, it's going to be used to eating up to pay corporate debt interest. 
And as soon as that happened, within 10 minutes after he said that on CNBC, the market started falling apart again this week. And it just shows you everything is kind of working it. So now is the time to be cautious. Now's the time to have your defensive plan in place. So, you know, defensive could be short-term bonds. It could be cash. Uh, it could be money fund. Uh, those type of things, you don't sell everything, but what you do is you decide, hey, what what am I pretty confident in? What do I like? What am I, hey, you know, I've got a big profit. What am I really, this has been okay. I kind of, I, you know, uh, th- those that's what you start looking and, and seeing because, you know, the market, quite frankly, could go up to new highs in here. So you have to understand that, but but you have to understand you want to be more cautious. The time, everything is starting to work out. The tide is coming out. So you can still swim around some, but you better be cognizant. You don't want to be caught when that that tide is is coming out. It's like when I'm fishing in, in you know, sometimes we'll, we'll run up on a, on a bar or something. And, you know, if we're racing down the river or whatever, you can get pretty far up in those bars. And, or, uh, you know, if that tide starts coming down, you better get off of that bar pretty quickly. Otherwise you're going to get stuck up there and not be able to get off. And, 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 and so, uh, it's the same thing with the market. And so I, I think you have to understand the world we live in today. Uh, and, and so, th- you know, those are some of the things you need to look at. We're going to be writing about this in our max out savings report, which is coming out. If you're not on the list, this is a free list. Uh, you can just get, I mean, a free uh, report. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. It goes out once a month. I'll send it to you. Just say, Ted, please sign me up for the report. If you need help with your retirement, uh, you're concerned about these markets, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We had a number of people in this week we're looking at their plans, seeing how they're set for retirement, uh, You know, see if they'd like to come over and have us invest the money for them. But I'll sit down with you, go over a little plan to see how you are, give you an idea how you're set for retirement, and then we'll show you how we manage the money at Max Out Savings Advisors. So if you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com maxoutsavings.com. And again, I you know, we'll see what happens next week or so. I I still think targets are probably lower, time for caution. I remember our motto and our philosophy, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.